The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey there. Welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. Today, you are with myself and my handsome husband, Brett Johnson, and we are talking about the latest season of our lives. How are you, honey? Doing good. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. So, dare I say we're kind of on the other side of what's been a pretty tough season? Yeah, I mean, I would say a season of change. And yeah, this is the first week that we are back at our house. Brock has moved out, Sierra has moved out, and Brett's parents have moved away. Yes, after, well, they lived here their whole lives. And your whole life? Yep. How long do they live in that house? 47 years. Okay, so let me update those of you who just may be catching the show for the first time. So Brett's father was diagnosed with Alzheimer's five years ago? Five or six years ago, yeah. Five or six years ago. Head football coach at a local high school. His dad was just very much the stereotypical patriarch. Yeah. Like, you know, do anything for you. His purpose in life was to coach football, but not just to coach football, is help young men. Like, take care of everything for everybody. Take care of it. I mean, even if if you were somewhat close to him and you needed something, it was getting done. And he was going to take care of it. And wouldn't stop until it was taken care of. Like he and Brett, you obviously have a little bit of that in you too. But like your dad really ran the show and always wanted to help people, but really ran the show. And he ran the show for the family, ran the show. Obviously, your mom was kind of like your stereotypical football wife. Yeah, if there is such a thing. Stay-at-home mom, raised the two boys, was always there to support my dad's coaching and whatever he wanted to do. My dad was the one that planned the vacations and all that kind of stuff. And and it's been really tough the last couple years on my mom because she hasn't had that anymore. You, you know, been married to somebody for over 50 years that just takes care of stuff. Now you have to take care of that person. Yeah, I've said many times that like, you know, when you fall in love with somebody and all the reasons why you love someone it has a lot to do with like their personality and who they are and when you wake up every day and that person isn't there like he just has a completely different personality and their dynamic has changed he's changed physically he's changed everything like he's just not that same person and that on top of it it's really hard because now it's tougher on their relationship it's your mom's life is tougher all these things yeah i'm gonna tell a funny story because okay. now that they have the background on my dad so yeah so now you picture this man that was just takes care of everything and now he just can't has a tough time remembering you know what you told him three minutes ago so we're driving my parents so i'm driving my dad and my brother is in the car in front of us with my mother and we're driving from Orange County, California to Grand Junction, Colorado. It's going to take us about 11 hours, 11 and a half hours, right? So we drive and, you know, I just know how to get there because of ways, you know, you just look at the, the, app. the app and you know how to get there, right? So we get there, I go to a hotel, 
you know, nice hotel, check us into a hotel, get two rooms for the hotel. And 15 minutes later, I'm at the, like the nice restaurant in Grand Junction. We're having steaks. And he looks at us that night, uh-huh. Rob and I, my brother, and he's just like, he's shaking his head and we're like, what's wrong, dad? He's like, I can't believe you guys know how to do all this shit. <laughs> and we're like, what shit, dad? And he's like, you know, just like, you know, he can't explain it. He just like all the stuff that you guys did today. And then, you know, then you kind of like try to put words in his mouth that you mean like picking the hotel and going to dinner and like the drive out here and stuff. He's like, yes. And packing the car and just, how did you learn how to do all this stuff? And the funny thing about it is, is he taught us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And what Brett is describing is how the stage that Bob is at right now, he knows their names. Yeah, everybody else is going to be like, hey, you like, I, you know, he recognizes me and most of his family members, but he might not know everyone's names. And he has a very difficult time communicating, so he's very quiet. And when he does communicate, it's like Brett said, he'll say like, yeah, you know, like he just, he can't form the thoughts. You gotta kind of mind read a little bit and try to figure out what he means by that. And then probably I learned, cause I was driving with him, that he's in this stage called the loop. And if anybody's ever had parents or loved ones that have gone through Alzheimer's, the loop is the, the thing that is on his mind at that moment or that day. And that question or comment or phrase or memory will just keep coming up over looping, and over and looping, over again, Like over, every over. couple of minutes, the yeah, same like, question. Yeah. And going over there, it was, um, he couldn't understand like that Rob and my mom are in the car in front of us. So, so he, he kept the, asking. Asking, where's Debbie? You know, that's my yeah. mom's name, so... So we've kind of jumped ahead in the story a little bit, but during the pandemic, obviously because of everyone's fear around anyone over a certain age, we didn't get to see them much. And we were very, you know, we asked them not to leave. We asked them to allow us to deliver groceries. And, you know, they had someone who was helping them during that time too in their home. So that person could go out and get food and prepare food. And he stopped socially doing a lot of the things that, I think we're helping to maintain his stage of Alzheimer's, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. He's a definite extrovert and needs to be around people and have kind of a agenda every day and something yeah. to do and purpose. So he really declined, and yeah. we, we saw that big time. Like, he declined physically and mentally a lot, and so did your mom. Your mom really, really struggled. And right now things are in a little better place, but when things were really dark how'd you handle that that was a lot tougher because i could see you know both my parents were you know declining for different reasons and you know we ended up going to the emergency room one night with my mom just the stress level and just everything that was going on she basically i think she worked herself up into a a mild panic attack type of deal and and you know so that was really hard to watch and i struggled with just trying to accept like everything that was happening and tried to do what I do with everything is try to like fix it or, you know, make it better. And, you know, so I went and talked to a professional and therapist and, you know, just kind of iron those thoughts out. And ever since I did that, I have much better perspective on everything. Speaking of therapy, I always think for those who are just starting out, like if you're nervous about this or maybe just it's not in the budget or you just don't want to go and sit down in the therapist's office, one super duper affordable way for you to experience 
the relief that you get by talking to a therapist is using a company like Talkspace. And I'm super proud to tell you that Talkspace is a sponsor of The Shaleen Show. And here's why Talkspace is so cool. It's online therapy. It's super convenient. It's super affordable. And this is just a very simple way to make lasting change in your life with the support of someone who's qualified to help you, a licensed therapist. Okay, so here's how Talkspace works. They will match you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and your preferences. They will send you a licensed therapist. Then you can send your therapist texts or audios, pictures, video messages from your phone. Again, you don't have to go to anyone's office. You don't have to do a Zoom or anything. Talkspace will match you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and preferences. They have thousands of therapists trained in over, get this, 40 different specialties. So no matter how specific your needs are, they will match you with the right person. All right, so here's the deal. Bottom line, we all need to talk to someone. Talkspace has licensed therapists for you to talk to to get the support that you need. As a listener of The Shaleen Show, you get $100 off your first month at Talkspace. Just go to Talkspace.com and download the app. And don't forget, you want to use the code Shaleen. That's going to give you $100 off your first month. And of course, it's a great way to show support for the show. All right, guys, back to the conversation. Even though you weren't trying to control it, it still was a struggle for all of us to go like, what's the right thing to do? Because yeah. your mom was not in the right frame of mind at all. She was not herself. She was no. in a deep depression. She was just isolating. She needed a change. Her her health was declining, as is often the case with the person who's caring for someone with dementia or Alzheimer's. Bob's health was declining. They're both declining. And we're like, what do we do? How do we fix this? And one of the things we knew we had to do, Debbie is young and vibrant still. I mean, they're the same age, but your mom, whatever, yeah. like, you know, well, she's four, sharp. She's four years younger, but yeah, yeah. Same, roughly the same. And we just knew like she has a lot of life left in her, but not if she's going to give up, we've got to get her looking forward to something, anything. Yeah. yeah. And so we started just having those conversations with her. Like, what would you want to do? Like, you know, and we kept giving her permission. Like, you don't have to stay and take care of him. You don't have to do anything like, you know, we really wanted to make her know that she could have help and she could be free and she could, whatever you wanted. She definitely wanted to stay with Bob, but she also, you know, I think we all encouraged her to dream Mm -hmm. and said, you know, if you had a magic wand, what would you do? And it took a lot of courage for her to say, you know, if I had my dream, which this would never come true, but my dream would be to live on a little ranch with my horses in Colorado. Now this is coming from a person who's lived in the same house for 50 years, who has never done anything that was her decision. It was just always like, all right, that's what Bob wants to do. Let's go do it. Yeah. That was very brave and I'm very proud of her. I mean, she went to Colorado, she found her own house, she picked it out. We just told her like, just go see. You know, we kept telling her like, you don't have to do this, but why don't you just, why don't for fun, why don't you just go there and just look at houses just for fun. And little by little, she started going like, I could really do this? Like I could do this? Yeah. And she started making like little plans back here to just in case a house came open in Colorado that she liked. So, and sure enough, she found a house that she just loves. And, you know, I hadn't seen it yet, but when I pulled up and saw it, because I'd seen pictures, I was like, oh, 
this is it. This is it for her. And this is her dream. And when I walked in the house and the, there's no furniture in there yet. I mean, they have like some kitchen stuff and they're sleeping on like a couple of these like air cots. They're really nice, but, the, waiting but they're for their furniture waiting for delivered. their furniture to be delivered. And her mood was complete 360. Well, let's back up a little bit and talk about what that meant for us. Like when she decided like, okay, I'm going to move to Colorado. So then it was like, oh man, how involved should we be? Should we tell her we want Bob to stay here where the boys and the family and the grandchildren, everyone can see him and she can go and live her life. You know, we want to tell her that have the freedom to go and do this, go, you know, live out the rest of your life and we'll come and visit. But like Bob should stay here. And we toyed with that and we, we had those conversations with her and she just was like, nope, you know, I want him to go with me. This is, you know, we took vows and that's what we're going to do. And then we realized with your dad, it wouldn't be the best thing for him to stay here. Why is it you felt like, you know, cause we did, we were like, okay, if he's here, then at least we can see him all the time, all the time. And, yeah. and with them so far away in Colorado and cause at the moment, Brett and Rob go to their house like every day. So what's going to happen when they're not going there every day? And you finally came to the realization, like, it makes sense for dad to go with her. Yeah, I think I was actually the first one to do that with, you know, out of all the people that were kind of weighing in on the decision. Because I just saw it when she went over there to visit, to buy the house in... A side note, my aunt, her sister lives 10 minutes from the house. So Mm -hmm. she's also... There's going to be family over there too. Dad stayed back and I could tell... You kind of took care of him. I took care of him. I was over there. We were feeding him. And, so, and he was constantly asking about mom. And Shalina, I was like, there's no chance that we can keep him here and him be happy. He will deteriorate faster here alone than he will over there with kind of like unpredictability. Like we yeah. don't know what's going to happen over there, but it's going to be better than being here. And, you know, I just said they've been together They've been married for 52. They've been together almost for 60 years, six decades. And he's decades. obsessed with her. And he's like, I'm his goat. Like she just like, <laughs> she has to like follow him around or he follows her around and stuff. But, you know, and we, we didn't know. We really didn't know what was going to happen when we got over there. And I knew my mom would be happy. Was it sad driving the two of them and you and your brother, all four of you driving away that early morning, sun hasn't come up, driving away from your childhood family home and knowing you're moving your parents to another state it was a little bit more surreal when i came back to california and i've been over to the house just to because they're going to rent it and i walked in and it's empty yeah that's a little different that morning it was just like you know when you have somebody that's has this disease you really just focus when you're in the room with that person. Like, so I really didn't have time to like think about like reminisce or like, Oh my gosh, this is be the last time. It was just like, you know, making my dad feel comfortable because he was still asking 50 questions about what we're going to drive over there. Okay. Are we coming back here? You know, he didn't understand quite everything that was going to happen and not because he hadn't been told. It's just, he doesn't remember. Yeah. But it was a sad and happy moment because my brother flew home a day early so I was out at the house kind of just getting them situated and stuff and when I left that night to go back you know to prepare to fly back to Orange County and I was driving away I was like it was one of those bittersweet moments because I was like sad that I wasn't gonna be able to just bop in and see them whenever I want Mm -hmm. but I was happy because like my mom was so happy like on cloud nine 
if there's a higher cloud than nine, she was on it. I mean, it was really? literally like she was so happy and so like light and just didn't like whatever, whatever happens. If my wow. furniture comes in a month, that's okay. We'll figure it out. And my dad, I didn't know. Like I was like, okay, I'm sure he'll be fine. But the next morning I was getting on the plane and I text mom. I said, everything go okay last night. Everything's fine. And she's like, your father slept for 12 hours, which he has not slept 12 hours in the last six months. He hasn't slept 12 hours in the last 10 years. Yes. He just doesn't sleep. And it's part of this disease that, you know, you're up a lot and you're, you know, you can't sleep. It's hard to sleep. And it wasn't like he was tired. He's done it every night since he just sleeping better. I think it's because they're in the same room. Yeah. It might be because they're closer you know it's a smaller house easier for them to maintain than the house they had out here and stuff. yeah so it feels like every time we went to their house here in mission viejo it felt heavy it felt sad it felt like the end yeah. do you know what i mean and, and now i sense that you're so relieved and more than anything it's like what lesson did you take away from watching all this happen if anything is that you gotta live your life you got to just make things happen and you got to do things and you got to go for it. And you can't like sit back and worry about what people think. Yeah. Worry about what people are thinking or that there's not a way to do something. There's always a way to do something. If you put your mind to it and you think, I mean, here's a woman who just raised two boys was basically just whatever my father said, she went with the flow. And in four months, she has a new home a new in life. Colorado. A completely different yeah. life. Yeah. It, she's in a small town where everybody knows her name. And, you know, she's got to, like, watch out for deer. And, and like, it's going to be cold in a month and snowing. And she's just so... She's like always want to be a cowgirl. Always. And she'll bring her horses out in the spring. And she'll have more horses. And she's always loved that kind of farm life. She's always pictured that in her head, I think. And probably never thought it would happen. And now it's happening, and she's just ecstatic about it. I'm going to take a quick break to tell you about something really cool that happened. So during COVID, I did a bunch, I guess we're still in the middle of this pandemic, but I did a bunch of episodes early on talking about how to dramatically improve your immune system. Like, what are the misconceptions? What supplements should you be taking if your diet is at all deficient in any of these things and some really cool science. And in that episode, I mentioned the company that I get my immunity supplements from, which is Organifi. Well, at the time, they weren't a sponsor for the show, but you guys overwhelmingly responded to that episode. And so many of you have turned into, and I'm really excited to tell you that now they are, they see the value of the lifers and they have become a show sponsor. So at this very moment, you can get 15% off of all of your high quality immunity supplements. And they've got lots of other supplements too from Organifi. So you just go to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. You get 15% off. Can I tell you my favorites? I use Organifi Immunity. It's a supplement called Immunity. I put that in my water with another one that's called Organifi Pure. I put those two in my water when I'm too lazy to make my own lemon ginger cayenne water, which is frankly often. I love the taste of those two combined. I love knowing that I'm getting my vitamin D3, my vitamin C, and a whole host of supplements that will improve your immune system without overstimulating your immune system. My friend Sean Cannell, who's a YouTuber, is also one of the uh, professors inside of our Marketing Impact Academy. 
he turned me on to the Organifi Green Juice, which frankly, if it's just one of those weeks, I don't know if you've had one of these where you just go, geez, I haven't had any greens this week. I'll just do a greens drink in the morning and boom, I've had all my greens for the day. Yes, you know me. I would rather start with food, but let's be honest, there are days where that just doesn't happen. And so that's when I turn to Organifi. You know how important my reputation is. So please know that I've been using Organifi for several years. Their customer service is next level. Their ingredients are next level. And I love this company. I would love to have you support our new show sponsor, Organifi, by going to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen, and you'll get 15% off. And I cannot wait to hear what you think about their supplements. So then also when the coronavirus and pandemic hit, the kids moved back home. Brock was for a long time in limbo trying to figure out, okay, is there going to be a football season? So he would go back to UC Davis. He had just a few credits left to finish his degree and went with the football season still just being up in the air and him being so excited to just jump full force into business, helping us with our Instagram courses and Marketing Impact Academy and his own businesses. He was just so excited about that and just really not too excited about the unknown of football season. So Brock and his girlfriend moved to Seattle. Yep. And they made the right choice. They actually, he was weighing it all the way to the last minute. And actually when he was driving up to Seattle, I had already made the decision and told the coaches like, Hey, I just can't wait around for you guys to make the decision if we're going to play or not. Got the call from his coach and it's like, Hey, we're not playing. We might play in the spring. And then, but Brock would have graduated by then. So I mean, I'm sure that was a hard decision for him, but you know, like I told him, it was the best decision. I said, just like everybody, I mean, football ends for everybody. Like, you know, so it's going to end at some point and you know, you, you feel like you need to go do something. It's kind of similar to my mom. It's like, you know, he had a football career still to finish and it just wasn't in the card. So he was like, I'm just going to go change and go do something that I never thought I'd do. I'm going to go move to Seattle with my girlfriend and start my life up there. And that's really what we try to teach our kids and role model to them. And and even still, we still have friends and family members like, what? Why? Like, they just don't understand that it's not about our dreams. It's not about what other people expect. It's like, what do you want right now? What has you excited? What has you on fire? What are you super pumped up to do? Not what do you feel obligated and you have to do, but like what has you excited? Because that's life is too freaking short. We're super excited for him and his girlfriend and we just flew out to visit them in Seattle and he's just in hog heaven. Yeah. It's like they have a, he's always wanted to live in Seattle or Portland and or, <laughs> long or, before all the riots yeah, started. Yeah. I mean, he just loves those like those kind of He's cool. got some other cities that he, you know, wants to, and they're going to explore and they're going to, you know, they're going to go, go take it a year at a time. And, and that's what you should do before you get married and have kids. And, and so he moved back home and then, you know, just recently trans, you know, left our house a month ago, a month ago. Yep. And moved to Seattle and Sierra's been home the whole time too. She decided she was just going to graduate with her AA from FITM, which is a fashion institute here in LA, fashion and design. I shouldn't say fashion because it's a design school and Sierra went for graphic design and merchandising and visual. Visual merchandising. Visual merchandising and graphic design, all the creative stuff. and Everything to make your brand and your websites and your products pop that's stand out so you know she went for two years of that and she's like okay if i do another two years 
you know, to get my degree. Why? Like, I already know what I need to know and I I need to start working and I want to work. And so she decided to, after two years that she was just going to get right into the workforce. So she's been doing graphic design for the last like three or four months. And we put together a plan with her and said, okay, you know, obviously you don't want to live here. And that's not why we, we didn't raise you to live here. We raised you to take care of yourself. And the deal always was that we'll help support you and pay for your living while you're in school. But this is cool. If you decide not no more school, can you put together a plan to help support yourself and, you know, find an apartment you can afford. And she did that. She put together this awesome plan and started searching for roommates and figuring out what her budget needed to be and how much she needed to make and how many clients she needed to have and what kind of workload she needed to have and did all that and started making extra money selling stuff online and to have that cushion and found an incredible place in Costa Mesa kind of Newport Beach area and buying all kinds of used furniture for it (laughs) and you know, just being a young adult and getting And I'm so done. proud of her. Oh, she crushed it. You know, because when we were obviously paying for her rent, girlfriend was living uh, quite the nice apartment. Let's not just say, Sierra, let's say the COVID at the Johnson's was extravagant. Well, I'm <laughs> saying like even before COVID, oh. when we were paying for Sierra's oh, apartment, when yeah. she was going when to she school. When she was going to school, I see what you're that's saying. That's a different level than the apartment that she's able to pay for. Yeah. But... I'm telling you, because she's paying for her own apartment now, the level of pride is next level, wouldn't you oh, say? Yeah. yeah, you could tell, like, when I walked in, she wanted to show me the place. and Like, there's no fun. AC, and it's, you know, it kind of reminds me of, like, a Melrose Place kind of place, but, yeah. like, maybe not that nice. But for her, Turquoise it's, doors and a little pool outside. Yeah. yeah. But for her, it's like, she is so freaking proud because she's paying for this yep. herself. Like, it is the coolest thing. Yeah. And that's awesome. And then she's buying all of her own furniture and, you know, doing it on like Facebook Marketplace. And I'm telling you, if there's anything I hope you take away from that, y'all, if you're at a you know, stage where your kids are younger, you will give your kids such a gift if you teach them you got this. Like yeah. mom and dad don't need, like you got this. Help you can do a, anything. Help them put a plan together. Yeah. Sit down with them with your knowledge of like, you know, what's smart and what's not smart. And then let them make the decisions and, and the mistakes and the mistakes and let them do it on their own. The confidence that you will provide for them will last them into the relationships, yep. into their jobs. Yep. It'll just build and build and build. Like she started doing her own business. So she's got her own clients. So I was like, Hey, you got to get yourself, you know, an LLC. Let's get it started right now. Even though she's not making a ton of money right now, you know, but you might as well start doing that right now so they can start paying taxes and she and can open a bank account. Spend, you spend a lot of time teaching them both how to have their money, make the money and managing Manage their money, money and, yep. and investing during COVID. Yep. Well, you've always taught them investments, but, yep. but all those things have, you know, they realize like they don't have to come to us and it makes them so much more confident. So much more confident. Yeah. I'm proud of both of them. They both have done very well with all this transition over the last seven months. <laughs> and yeah. we had our rough times. We definitely had rough moments. Like there are a few times where, you know, well, I wanted to kick them all out. And I had just a few moments where like, you know, maybe Sierra and I, I was just trying to express myself to her and she felt like I was criticizing her and that I was disappointed in her. And we, you know, we had a lot of teary moments and it wasn't all rosy. It was hard as hell. And I loved it, but like, what a gift though, honey, if you think about it, like how cool is it that our kids went away to school and then they both came home at the same moment yep. for the same amount of time. 
before they went off to live their lives again. Yeah, it was like a little mini coaching course again with yes. them, like teach them about stuff. And it was yummy. And Sierra sent us a beautiful text about the last. Just appreciating everything. Just appreciating everything. And she's like, can't wait to spend another summer with you guys in COVID 2040. Oh my <laughs> God, said. no. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is this has been a really hard year, but I was thinking about the other day when someone sent me a meme and they said, if 2020 was a foot and it was this like big infected giant fat foot with like long overgrown black toenails is disgusting. And they're yeah. like, if 2020 was a foot, I'm like, I actually have... Right now, I feel very grateful for 2020. Like, I even thinking, like, as hard as it was, like, think about how great our business is right now and how awesome our team is. Oh, my gosh. Everything has turned around. And, like, our kids, like, I just, I... And, and, uh, and that's not to your say parents. that... Yeah. Things are, have worked out. And I know there's going to be people listening to this that, you know, their loved ones have lost jobs or they've maybe even yeah, know somebody that's lost right. somebody in COVID and stuff like that. I'm not trying to minimize this. Shalina and I are not trying to minimize the what's going on and what's still going on. Right. It's just, we really worked hard as a family. I mean, that it didn't like, we didn't like just step into it and go and not do anything and keep blinders on and just like keep working and like hope things worked out. We really, for the first like 60 days, really sat down and crafted exactly what we wanted to. We almost took this opportunity to like reset all of our businesses and figure out like what we want to do and what we don't want to do mm -hmm. and how to fix things that we did a lot of work. Nothing just comes easy, but it was a lot of work. But right now, I feel That's really the thing. fortunate. I guess if you don't feel like you're on the other side of whatever dark time you're going through, I'm just promising you this is the way God works. The more difficult, the more challenging the moment, the more beautiful the other side is going to be. And you've got to look for those things. You have to be grateful. You have to see the blessings because they are there. And it's what you focus on. So... I think we can almost take a deep breath. Yes, we can. We're walking into a, an empty house with just puppies. I know. That's pretty exciting. And, get, and they'll come back. Who will? The kids. They'll come back and visit us. Well, let's change the locks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Thanks for listening. I love you. I mean it. And we'll talk to you soon.